0: And welcome, you're listening to Make and Taint Traces of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant based, zero waste lifestyle. I'm your host, Rochelle, and if you're new around here, just click that subscribe button for us. Uh, if you're on iTunes today, if you could just go ahead and leave us a little review, we'd love to know what you think of the podcast. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, head over and follow Make and Taint Traces of Soy. We'll be sharing lots of tips, and tricks, and recipes on those pages building a little bit of a plant-based, zero-waste, non-judgmental community there. So we'd love you to be a part of that. Now, today's episode is going to be a short one. This is a bit of a bite-sized episode today. I wanted to check in and have a bit of a chat with you guys about self-care in times of crisis. So right now, here in Australia and around the world... We're dealing with a very serious health crisis. This is big and it's scary and it's affecting the way that we live our lives. A lot of us are now self-isolating and working from home to stop the spread of the virus and those lucky enough to have the ability to stay home are doing just that. But what does that mean for your mental health and how are you practicing self-care at this time? Working from home can become a bit of a complicated situation for us in terms of our mental health. It can be really confronting to be dealing with your office environment within your house, you know, working now from your living room or your kitchen, dining room, wherever it might be. It can be very hard to separate work from home and feel like you can actually relax at the end of the day. Um, I mean, it just kind of, it looms over you like this unwelcome specter, the kind of ghost of Zoom meetings past It's, yeah, it's not an easy time. So as well as there being a health crisis, I think that it is causing a bit of mental health crisis because being stuck in your house, like in Australia, for example, now you can only leave your house. If you manage to work from home, then you can now only leave your house for essential activities. So that means going to the grocery shopping, going to the doctor, going out for a walk for exercise. And that is pretty much it. Um, I think you can go and see a sick relative. There's a couple of little stipulations, but really, I haven't been out um, except for once this week to go grocery shopping, and it's the same for my partner. So being so separated from everybody, that is starting to become, I think, a bit stressful for people, uh, topping that with the fact that this uh, health crisis is causing a huge economic um, downturn and people are losing their jobs, losing hours at their jobs, or just losing their jobs completely, it's a pretty stressful time. You know, there's a lot of generalized anxiety happening out there in the world right now. So I think that we're all sort of struggling with that. And I think that there's never been a more important time to think about your self-care and practicing that self-care and, you know, looking for ways to look after yourself, check in with yourself, you know, create something positive from this. Because we are going to be stuck like this for a while. Like it's going to take a while of self-isolating to flatten out that curve. So what can we do to take this to a positive place? I think that it is a wonderful opportunity right now to work on your own self-improvement. I am a huge advocate for self-improvement. I'm constantly checking in with myself going, what do I want to learn next? What's the next skill that I want to acquire? What's the next hobby that's or passion that's going to bring something to my life so I'm working on a couple little projects myself I'm doing more reading I'm making earrings Um, I'm also doing a bit of a zero waste project where I am growing back stuff that I've bought from the grocery store so I'm growing back some shallots at the moment from off cuttings and I'm hoping to grow back some strawberries so check it on my Instagram to see how that's going (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's just important, I think, to find a positive way to handle this self-isolation, you know, something constructive and something that when you come out the other side, you're better for it, because I think we all can be better for it after this. We just need to find how we're going to do that. Also in terms of self-care, I mean, obviously projects and stuff are a great way to occupy your mind, to kind of reframe your thinking. You're not stuck at home, you're safe at home and you're safe at home, able to, you know, further yourself and complete education or study new skills, learn something new, um, indulge passions and hobbies. So, I mean, there's that, but also in terms of like your sort of self-care and pampering at home, I thought I'd give you a couple of tips. So obviously here, and I'm guessing in a lot of other places now too, uh, beauticians can't operate anymore. Massage pars can't operate. There's a lot of stuff that you can't go do now to relax. If you are someone who enjoys those kind of pampering products, there's actually a bunch of stuff that you can make from stuff in your cupboard at home. So I would recommend having a bit of a think about that and here's a couple of little tips for you if you want to make a body scrub at home all you have to do is mix together some raw sugar and coconut oil and then you can add in a little bit of scent if you want to do that or you can mix salt and olive oil and that's another good body scrub. You can also use coffee grinds and oil, really lovely, really invigorating. so there's a lot of stuff in your kitchen that you can use for beauty products in terms of face masks there are a bunch of vegan face masks that you can make from fresh um, ingredients that you have in your cupboard Um, i like to do a powdered green clay face mask so you just mix like a teaspoon of powdered green clay with a little bit of water and tea tree oil And that is really good for your skin. It's really like cleansing. So that is a harsh cleanse. Um, If you want something a little bit more moisturizing, you can mix up an avocado and a banana with a few drops of jojoba oil or coconut oil or any of the oils that you like for your face. Um, And that is really lovely as well and super moisturizing, totally vegan. The other thing to think about in terms of those kind of beauty products that you can make from stuff in your kitchen It's a wonderful habit to adopt and take with you into the future as well because these are zero waste products in the sense that you're not going out and buying a separate product made by a separate company that has carbon miles on each of the products that they're creating and where they're drawing all of their ingredients from and packaging and labels. Um, You're just making it from stuff that you already had and it's a negligible amount that it uses up of those items anyway. You know, it might be a teaspoon or a tablespoon or at the most, a quarter of a cup of something that you're using to make these things. So there's really, um, there's no downside to it. And it's a practice I would recommend taking into the future with you when we get past the stage, because you'll save money and it'll be better for the environment. Plus it's all vegan, which, you know, I'm going to love. So, <laughs> um, So yeah, that's my couple of suggestions for homemade beauty products. Obviously, you can do stuff like taking a lovely hot bath. That's already a weekly ritual for me, but a hot bath does assist in your blood flow. It decreases inflammation. It reduces muscle tension. It loosens any congestion in your airways, and it increases your immunity. Baths are a fantastic thing to do, and you can turn that into a bit of an event. You can, you know, light candles, play a podcast, get a glass of wine, spend a good 20 minutes soaking in that because, it is really important to find ways to create different spaces in your home where you can go to relax or experience, you know, your time at home now because that is where you will be most of the time. (laughs) So I think it's just really important to utilize all areas in your house. Um, If you've got an underused office right now or you are working from home out of a little home office, you can pack up your work computer at the end of the day, set up a hobby that you like to do, Or even just, you know, pack it up and go into another room. If you have to work out of your kitchen like I do, because both me and my partner are working from home and he has the office, um, I really recommend packing it up at the end of the day. I mean, obviously, people who are already in the tiny house movement, they know a lot about this because they have to have a space that works for them in many ways, a versatile living space. And I think we all need to start thinking in terms of living in versatile ways within our own spaces. You know, think about how you can make spaces work in different ways for you, you know, transferring something from being your living space into your office, then into your hobby space, then into a relaxation space, doing things like lighting candles, you know, getting flowers from your garden, if you're lucky enough to have a garden or buying some flowers when you go for your necessary items, grocery store trip. These little touches make a difference in our lives. And I don't think there's anything wrong or frivolous with lighting a few candles and having some flowers on your coffee table if it makes you feel a bit better. I think that it's important that we allow ourselves moments of optimism and positivity right now because it is a lot to deal with. And I think that everyone is struggling, you know? And certainly there are a lot of other people out there doing it a lot worse than you or than I. But it doesn't negate, you know, what you're going through or what I'm going through. I think that there is enough kind of stress in the world right now to go around. So if something's making you feel better, um, if something makes you feel like you've got a different space at home by doing this, by adding some candles or burning some nice oil or Anything like that, playing some nice music, getting dressed up occasionally. I mean, date nights at home were always a thing for us because being vegan it can be quite hard to eat out and there are lots of good restaurants. But I used to, as a way of saving money and being more thrifty too, I used to like to make date nights at home and you'd light candles, get dressed up, and serve a delicious homemade dinner that you've made with music playing in the background. I think it's a wonderful thing to do. So if you and your partner are stuck at home, you can't go out to restaurants, I would recommend at-home date nights too. Well, look, I was just a short one today. It was just a few things I was throwing together, um, you know, uh, things that you can do well in isolation, zero waste and vegan tips for isolation, I guess. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope that you'll join us. Next week, I have my friend Angelique joining me on the podcast to discuss minimalism. Angelique has been a minimalist for about 10 years now, and she is down to living out of one carry-on suitcase and a tub of belongings. How she does that, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I definitely want to move towards being more minimalist, but damn girl, that's impressive. So tune in next week, listen to that one. It's going to be great. Thanks for joining me today. If you Click that subscribe button and head over to Instagram. Um, follow us on there. Send us a message. Tell us what you've been up to in isolation. We'd love to hear what, what you guys are doing and how everything's going. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.